0: Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, July 6, 2022. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or spider which is the proxy for the SP 500. What do we have on the docket today? There are three lines on the screen. Let's first just reiterate what those lines and numbers represent. Then we'll go forward with our expectations of the market for the next several days and beyond. Let's start with 365. We had our eye in that number for a long time. Once the market started moving toward that number, it became a bullseye. The market put in a bottom and reversed off that number. Fair enough. The market had a nice rally and we bought a pullback around 375, 374, 65. That was last week. That was also for the lazy swing trader members. The first day out, they gave us our initial target of $380 plus. We created a risk-free, emotionless trade from that point forward. Now today, and we'll take it down to a 30 minute chart just to accentuate what exactly happened So you could see it more clearly. They hit the second price target, 385.65. That was target two on the board. And as you can see, they had a pretty decent pullback away from that area. 25 or so S&P handles. What does that tell us? It tells us that that price area, that price in particular, was important. You'll also see in a few moments that was an intraday target for inside the number members that were comfortable being long after the morning pullback. We're Back to the daily chart. What did we talk about even just as early or late as yesterday? We talked about the fact that they were going to come into and spike the 20-period moving average. They did that today. They sold off by the end of the day to close right on top of it, right below it, but they hit an important number. What was that number? That's why the number was a target for the swing traders. 385.65 was the swing trade target. 385.75 was the intraday target. High of day today happens to be 385.87 to the number. What happens going forward? As long as they continue staying above, we'll call it 380 for argument's sake. The number is actually a little bit higher. As long as they keep staying above, They're going to want to work their way up and climb the big breakdown candle. We talked about that yesterday. They started doing it today. We all know we had the phony Fed minutes out, the kabuki theater light, if you will. That's really a non-event, so they use it as an excuse, maybe, to goose the tape a little bit in the afternoon. If that's what got us our target... So be it. We'll take it. What's the next target should they continue higher? And by the way, remember, we were in a seasonality bullish period. We were looking for upside. We were putting our money where our mouth is. Remember, leading into the three-day holiday weekend and the first part of July has a bullish picture that was painted. Net-net, the next objective... Is right around 390 give or take write that down put it on a sticky note there will be some back and forth behavior considering next week we go into options expiration week get ready for some chop shop slash whipsaw behavior however this is a bullish pattern it's a bullish picture there's a number of ways to look at it i can look at it like this we have a low They rally up off the low, they have a pullback, make a higher low, and then complete the rally once they get above the A leg, or the high of the A leg, in this case, into the 50-period moving average, possibly filling this gap all the way up near 400. It's not going to happen overnight, but that's the bigger picture scenario. Last night, we also talked about this area here. Can they get up there? Is it possible? It's possible. We don't know whether they will or they won't just yet. We'll have to gauge the market once they get into and above the 50-period moving average. Assuming that happens, they have to fill this gap. They have to close above the gap to open the door to get up to the next spot, which would be that area, we'll call it 411, 412, 413, 14, something in that neighborhood. That's a little bit far out into the future, We're not concerned with that right now. Remember the weekly chart. They make the low around 365, slightly lower. The next week, they put in a big breakup candle. Then they have a pullback. They run a test near the lows of the breakup candle, also retesting an important spot, 374.65. And as you can see from a weekly chart perspective, where do they want to get to? They want to get into that convergence or what will be a convergence of moving averages, the 100 period, the 20 period, big breakdown candle high. This is really the objective up in this neck of the woods. Same price 409, 410, 411, 412. Looking at it from a daily chart, looking at it from a weekly chart, you don't see entirely the same thing, but both things support the market being drawn up into that area. Obviously, first, they have to clear the high of 393.16 to do that. This is big picture stuff. This isn't something that's happening this week. So net-net over the next couple, three, four days, we're looking for them to, A, get back to 385.65 or so, start pushing above. That opens the door for 390. That's the near-term upside objective. Start getting below 380, and that upside gets put on hold, gets taken off the table for the short term. Below 380, and the door will once again swing open for 370, give or take. These are rough numbers. Inside, the number members will certainly have more refined stuff on an as-needed basis from an intraday perspective, Should we need it? Let's take a gander over to inside the numbers. We'll start with the early thoughts. We'll run through the commentary. Circle back to stocks on the move. We certainly had another day where members left the party happy with profits in their pocket. There's something for everybody. Swing traders. Intraday traders. Long side traders. Short side traders. We had something for everybody today. It's hump day already. Around zero, dark 30, they're flat like a pancake. Flat is the same as unched. Unched is around the zero line. Unched is a technical term. Getting down to business. The market rode higher for hours yesterday. A garden variety morning retracement is customary. They don't have to, but normally will. Let's say they do. You look at the hourly chart and see a convergence of the 20 and 100 period moving average... From a bird's eye view, looks like a good spot. Let's dig a little deeper. It also comes around the same price, give or take, as about the 50% retracement from yesterday's low to high. Therefore, if they would find their way down there in somewhat of a hurry formation or straight shot, it should provide a reasonable spot for a bounce. What is that spot? We'll call it a decent spike, a 378. Will certainly be keen to handle it in a real time type of format. However, there will be support areas before, such as the big fat round number of 380, that is, and others. The flip side of things has them above yesterday's close and working their way toward 383.50. This is magnetic and overhead resistance. Beyond that, will be handled as a real time type of posting. Let's pause for a second. That was a mouthful. We'll get our faculties just so everybody has an understanding of where we are. So, there's a couple of numbers you see. The top one is 385.65. That was essentially the target. 383.50 is the lower line, and you could see what happened. The market opened up at 382, ran right up to 383.50, and pulled back. Did it again and pulled back. 383.50 was certainly. Overhead resistance, let's see what else we have as the day begins to get underway. There's a chart I'm gonna explain that in a moment. So I'm looking around things and at nine o'clock I say let me post this up because it's kind of one of those The writing was on the wall. Let me explain this one. The artwork is terrible. It requires explaining we're looking at a 60-minute futures chart that includes the overnight activity The chart always looks different than the pit session only or SPY chart, so I look at it. I like to look at a variety of different things. This one has two things I can make a case for. First, there's a head and shoulders pattern. They fail a lot, but it's there with a pointy head. Next, there's a bullish pattern where they've been eating time off the clock since yesterday's close. Back and forth, but building energy. Food for thought from a big picture perspective. So the head and shoulders, there's your head all the way down there. That's the pointy head. Case could be made. That's a right shoulder and then a left shoulder over here. And here's a breakout conceptualized move. Here's the same futures chart from this morning. And guess what? There was your bullish pattern. There's your head from the head and shoulders. There's the left shoulder and so on. And guess what? Here's your right shoulder, and here's your attempt and breakout to the upside as prescribed at zero dark 30, or more like around 9 o'clock a.m. this morning, before the opening bell. We're moving along. 9.16, still before the opening bell. If the picture is correct and the bullishness continues, 383.50 is a real target today. Didn't know they'd do it right out of the gate, but that was certainly a legit and real target. Still looking for a pullback, so I'm willing to wait for the morning shakeout. They run right up there out of the gate, so be it. I might be willing to short it if they do. Guess what? We have two scenarios. Let's say they pull back right out of the gate. The first area of interest, step into the long side around 380, give or take. The next area would be down to 378. So there's two buys on that possible schematic right out of the gate. However, they're running right up there. They're doing the 383.50 right out of the gate. I'm not shorting it at present. Trader's choice, too early, and the bigger picture is bullish. That's the way I felt two minutes into the day. I don't have to run into a position. However, there are some traders that absolutely want a short. They took a short. And they were rewarded with the short from a pullback off of 383.50. There's something for everybody. Now, this one's even better. 933, three minutes into the day. On a bull run today, they'll try for 385 to 385.75. And then, then, if they wanted to continue going, 390 would have been on the board. They didn't do that. Not saying it will happen. But if they begin to push above 383.50 and close candles above, that's the next big-time target. 385 to 385.75, high of day, 385, I think 87 was the number. And that deserves, a funny how that works, three minutes into the day. The numbers are important. We know that already. Let's move along. See what else we had. Any trader who shorted 383.50 needs to book profit along the way. Just to be clear, I didn't do it. 380.75 is support. Back to the chart. This line here, the lower line is 380.75. You could see what happened. They first got there and bounced off of that. That is, by definition, support. Support would also be an exit on the short side for traders that were riding it down. It pays to know your numbers. I think you got the big point. What I'm going to do from here, in the interest of time, is scroll up. Those of you interested will read the notes, go back to the chart to double-check the work. There's a lot of information in here. Read it. Double-check it. The numbers. The commentary. There's learnable information in here. Teachable information in here. Here you go again. 208 above the high. 383.66. That was the morning high. Above on candle closes, opens the door for 385.75 at the time. Could have been a long shot. Worked out anyway. They did the thing. And that's really it. Got a second exit for the swing trading folks on the option trade. And anybody that was long riding the tape up from an intraday perspective knew where to exit as well. We had somewhat of a laundry list on the board today. Keep in mind, Earnings season will get kicked off in a week or two, and therefore the trades will come fast and furious. This is kind of one of those, you take what you get, leftover type stuff. We had Dash and Ring that hit their entry objectives, so we'll take a look at those charts. The rest did not, they're off the board. We only take trades at our numbers, not somebody else's. DoorDash first up. You could see here they opened the day slightly under the number. 67.79 was the opening print. 67.97 was my number. Officially took it off the board, but you see what happened? They had an immediate rip away from that number. They did it a couple of times. You could see the importance of that number. They came back for a retest, closed above that number. So anybody that took the trade got what they wanted out of it, at least the minimum required base hit, and then some, but from an official standpoint, it was off the board. Ring central, different story, they came in, did the deal at the first number, came into the second, kind of stopped there for a few minutes for a cup of coffee, went to the third, that was the ultimate destination, and then you can see what happened, they started bouncing around, retested it back above the second number, so they gave two base hits out of this, Don't know if anybody took the third number after the morning trade, but we did have plenty of traders that made money on the morning trade in ring, SPY, and so on and so forth. Successful day inside the numbers, successful day lazy swing trader, the numbers work. What's going on over in camp IWM? They did the thing where they run into and then pull away from the 20-period moving average. However. We know the IWM is my favorite market-leading indicator, and we have to take note that they finished down on the day. Spider or the S&P 500, was up almost half a percent. The IWM finishes down more than half a percent. It's of note. It's a puzzle piece. It's on the table. We can't just blow it off. The pattern is the same. They're making the higher-low type of thing. There's an ABC working, like we discussed in the S&P, But we have to note that they were down on the day. It's my favorite leading indicator. We have to take it at heart. 170.50 would be an important place. Start getting below 170.50 intraday, closing candles below it, 15-minute, 30-minute, hourly candle below that. It's going to open the door for lower stuff. Write that number down. It's important for the bull case that they stay above 170.50. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Same routine. No relative strength against the SPY. They had relative weakness. My second favorite market leading indicator, a number one favorite canary in the coal mine. They touched the 20 period moving average. They're not able to get above. They're making a bearish pattern underneath the 20 period moving average, but still above the breakup candle low at 13.065 and change. Give up that number on daily closes, and there's trouble in paradise. What about the Q people? So, just the opposite of what we saw in the IWM and the transports, the Q people finished above their 20 period moving average, already starting to make a test, kind of got up there a little bit towards the upper portion of that breakdown candle. Same scenario, low. High or low should complete above the high of the A leg. All that stuff, the Q people are working on it. They have to stay above 280.50. That's far away, but they have to stay above 280.50 to keep the bull case intact. They should get to 293, give or take, maybe 294, maybe 292.50 in that neighborhood. That's really the next target for the Q people. How about the financials? XLF. How about weakness? How about not even getting to the 20-period moving average today? Financials, relative weakness. IWM, relative weakness. Transport's, relative weakness. Of note, puzzle pieces on the table. Start getting below 31.30, give or take. Trouble in paradise. What about smash mouth? So we had somewhat of a reversal candle yesterday. They made a new low, finished on the high, on better than average volume, not tremendous volume, not really commensurate with reversal volume, but decent volume nonetheless, it gives us something to quote-unquote trade against. Could you be long the SMH against yesterday's low? The low was 189.94. As long as they stay above that number on daily closes, there should be more upside for Smash Mouth. They should want to run a test of the 20 period moving average. Now that will be a moving target. It will come down over time, so we don't know exactly where it will be when they run a test, but they should get into and spike the 20 period moving average. That's the way markets work. And by the way, have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.